hey, everybody, how you doing? I just want to tell you how you can come support the show. You can go to truezilla.org forward slash donate. We have all the different options to donate there. Oh man! So yeah, we're we need a, to circle back to that. Yeah, we'll circle back. To that. We'll circle back, <laughs> back to that, you guys. So we're we're just a value for value type of model over here. You know what I mean? So you guys, if you get any value out of the show, you can return the value at truezilla.org forward slash donate. All the different options to pay there: cryptocurrency, cash app, you know, Venmo, all that good stuff. Um, also, definitely want to tell you about our sponsors: Truth TRS, yes. Advanced TRS. Uh, it's an amazing product. Uh-huh. Um, you know, we've all been taking it for yep, months. Yep, 100%, now. dude. I feel sharp. Yeah, I that's, feel sharp. Totally. You told you. It's that's crazy. really helped me. It's crazy, dude. Yeah. Yeah, like it's, it's amazing. And that's part of what it is. It's like the, the brain fog that we're just so accustomed to. It gets lifted, man. It I feel really like has. words I... are more readily available when I think of them. Um, I, I feel good, man. My... I feel good. And it is. It's just, it takes all the little heavy metals that have accumulated in our body mm-hmm. over the years and it just flushes them out. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's a great, it's a great, great product, man. 100% stand by it. We've been getting a lot of success stories, yeah. dude. If you just go online and search for testimonials, it's like nothing but positive, awesome. Amazing stuff. So make sure you visit truthtrs.com. They got a new line of CBD, CBD, so you can get advanced CBD as well, which is a synthetic guaranteed THC THC free spray, uh, along with the new fulvic spray. Um, So that all combines together for a really holistic detox cleansing experience. So truthtrs.com, you can find all information about that. And of course, and of course, we have to shout out our friend Cody's Crystal. Cody's Crystal. You guys, go to Cody's, 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 C-O-D-Y-S underscore crystals over on Instagram. Follow his page. Um, and don't, don't give him any, don't, don't, don't report him for anything. You bastards. Somebody out there reported him apparently. What did they report him for? I don't what? know. I don't know, dude. But he was sending me a screenshot and he's like, look at these moments. like, he got some warnings saying your account's about to be deleted. Dude, it's Cody's crystals. He's like totally like tame. He doesn't you know even I mean? post anything. I know he doesn't do anything. That's like... He doesn't do anything. Somebody reported him. Got a bee up their ass. So if you're following Cody's crystals and you're reporting him, shame on you. So don't for, don't 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 report How him. How do you but report like beautiful crystals and I know. stones? It's, it's crazy. But anyway, you guys, Cody'sCrystals.com. He's a great friend of the show. He's got yeah, an he awesome is. line of just beautiful crystals. If you're looking to impress some gal or some guy or something. Great, if you great have gifts. a nine-year-old rock hound. Yeah, nine-year-old rock hounds. Like, exactly. What else? Oh, yeah. Get your original Fauci gave us all AIDS shirt or Order. your original World Economic Forum. You'll own nothing and you'll be happy shirt over at truezilla.org forward slash shirts. So, also, you guys, just come. Uh, if you want some more information about this festival that's coming up, mm-hmm. um, go to agorgon.site. That's the actual URL for the website. A-G-O-R-E-G-O-N dot site, S-I-T-E. You can register. It's uh, July 29th to August 1st in Malala, Oregon. Um, it's going to be amazing. We're going to have all kinds of speakers. we got Matt Landman yes. doing a speak, speech on uh, geoengineering. We've got attorney Bob Snee from Oregonians for Medical Freedom. We have Dr. Tina Moore, who's just a powerhouse influencer, you know, a wealth of knowledge. She's going to be coming out and speaking. And uh, Tim James, a health hero. You know, a lot of friends of the show. Um, it's going to be a super blast, man. we got live music. we got DJs. Wait. We're going to have a Truezilla Live Woo-hoo! show. Truezilla Live, 6 p.m., July 31st, uh, down in Malala, Oregon. So if you want any information about that, um, agorgon.site. We do have a Telegram channel. Um, if you want any, some more information about any of that, um, shoot. you can just shoot me an email, okay? Truth365 at protonmail.com. Shoot me an email. We'll get you plugged in, okay? Cool. Awesome. Enjoy the show.
Welcome to Truthzilla. I am Megan sitting here with Scott and Ed. This week we are sitting down with our good friend, Miriam Hanane. She is a woman of many talents who was laying it all on the line to fight the tyranny of the new world order. She is a journalist, a functional medicine consultant, filmmaker, and the owner at honeycolony.com. She produced the award-winning film Vanishing of the Bees and most recently is diving deep into the George Floyd incident to bring truth to light as only she can. Miriam, welcome to the show. Thank you. What a beautiful welcome. Thank you. Thank you so much for joining us. I'm happy to see you. Likewise. I'm happy to hear you. (laughs) awesome so yeah Miriam I know that you've been doing a lot of work in the George Floyd uh incident and I think that you're um you know like 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 we said in the intro like like bringing this like nobody else can you know I really like I've talked to you a little bit off the air you know leading up to this about uh kind of what your vision is for the project and I feel like it I mean this is what the world needs you know And, and and but at the same time like this is something that like you know, this is this is laying it all on the line. So like mad props, mad respect. But I feel like also I kind of feel bad for these new world order people, man, like because they're on the receiving end <laughs> of your wrath and your just passion for this, dude. Maybe not wrath, but you know what I mean? Like like just your 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 fury for the truth, man. Yeah, so just freaking I love definitely it. Fury, but they but they definitely don't, do not fear me. They can they are smushing me in their own, I think they tailor the censorship and the attacks, you know, they do little permutations of like, oh, digitally assassinate or like overtly censor or shadow ban, all these nuances, delete information on them, scrub uh, their their past, their their resume. So I think what I bring is uh, being able to connect the dots and do a deep dive. This Mm -hmm. is not popular because Publishers are turning it down for fear of lawsuits because BLM <clears throat> has a lot of money. Mm-hmm. And the documentary is one thing and only part of what I'm trying to set out in the book. But because I'm meticulous and detail oriented and really wanted to, I really want to understand this. I think that book writing is taking as long as it is, is because I'm doing investigation maybe because I didn't realize until the trial that I was writing a book. I just had like 600 pages of just constantly following this. And um, so the producers of the documentary producers that have shown interest said that they might have to use a pseudonym and, and offer that to me, which is not something I would do. And maybe because I'm Brown, it gives me license for my black life, my brown life, uh, to to be able to to say things that maybe someone whose skin is white can't. I don't know, uh, but it's going to be, I think, a, a challenge because of the what I call narrative supremacy, mm. and that's what I'm up against, and that's what the truth is up against. So for me, it's not like like even Zach had told me, why do you want to do this? First of all, and I told him, uh, this is going to be the biggest trial of uh, the decade. Mm-hmm. If not, this is a, like a, a a beat in a uh, communist takeover. Yeah. And of course, they've done it in different levels. The, the, the damages were up to $2 billion in the entire country. And if you think of what the damages were for the previous outbreak demonstrations, it was Rodney King. 
Hmm. So, so yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, let's do this. So I think what we're going to do here is we're going to kick it off by showing the audience uh, the trailer that you guys have come up with. And then also shout out to Becca. Becca, who's uh, been been on uh, Truezilla with us before, uh, doing work with uh, Derek Bros, Becca Godwin. She's working, collaborating with Miriam to put this together. So this is the trailer that is currently out. You can find it on Miriam's YouTube channel, Miriam Hanane. Just do a search for Miriam Hanane. Uh, so let's uh, let's watch that here. And if you guys are just listening on the podcast, definitely go to youtube and find Miriam, subscribe and uh and bam just bam put in george floyd real timeline there you go and it will take you to this huh interesting i figured that they would, they'd be like no here's some other george floyd stuff if you're gonna well <laughs> it's not like it comes up first it's yeah yeah, very... yeah. well anyway go subscribe to Miriam, dude what are you guys doing all right here we go Third precinct is up in flames. We begin with breaking news in South Minneapolis. Caught on tape, a black man pinned to the ground, later dying after a white officer kneeled on his neck. It started with a report of a forgery in progress and ended with Floyd's death. The situation has become volatile the third police precinct tonight. As police officers and protesters clash over a man's death. Miles from Minneapolis, anger, frustration pouring into the streets of America. I can't breathe! It all stems from this video. Pros for me. Okay. What we saw was He can be heard on the video saying, I can't breathe. Police officers involved have all been terminated. Fake bill, we went over there and yeah, I just. Yeah. bananas? Yeah. Awesome. Wow. wow. Yeah. Can't wait. <laughs> yes. Yeah, it's going to be pretty epic, Miriam. So um, I, I'm so, I just want to do, I'm so thankful for Becca because she really realized my vision and she got my line edits. Oh, and, uh, sorry. That's definitely not what we want to be listening to. My bad. Sorry. There we go. Go ahead. Is that Maria? Um, I don't know. I don't know. Some one of those clowns. <laughs> she had took her on to talk about the NSA uh, spying. Mm. So, yeah, she really realized the vision and uh, picked the track and it went really well. And I hope. <laughs> 
that it gives a, a sense of like there's stuff that you haven't seen. Yeah, definitely. Absolutely. So I've, I've seen the body cam footage. Um, I have not seen a lot of that footage, like the reverse angle, the cup foods, um, some of the other angles. So what, what, is, what are all the different components of this that you're, that you're piecing together? Like what's, what's yeah, so my goal is in putting out the timeline for my book that I was visualizing because when I got a hold of the um, body camera footage that they released from Thomas Lane and uh, Alexander Kang. And then there was police officer Chang, the park police officer who was vertebrally babysitting Shawanda and, um, and Maurice. I call them Hill and Hall instead of Jack and Jill. Mm. She's like, um, and so I was like picturing all this footage and all these angles and why not use split screen and uh, the wide shot from Speedway. So there's Speedway that's across the street mm. and then there's Dragon Walk, which is the Chinese restaurant owned by a young black African-American. Um, and then there's, there's uh, Cup Foods. And then of course there's Darnella's footage, which got her 700,000 plus dollars. Mm. And um, Unfortunately, conveniently, Derek Chauvin's body-worn camera goes under the car. In another other incident with Derek, he had totally forgotten to even turn on his body-worn camera, um, which is our convenient errors or mistakes. So just utilizing to be able, because there was such an emphasis in, and I heard these like as early as June, Third, when I spoke to Giovanni, uh, the guy from the from the Latina, not not El Nuevo, but the the other place he worked at, you could see these talking points. Like, can't you see the video? Can't you see the video? And this, you know, this satanic kind of reliance on like trust your eyes. Hello, movie magic. Like, are you kidding me? And I I found this uh, passage that Obi-Wan Kenobi tells Luke Skywalker, do not believe your eyes, they will deceive you. And kind of using that as a, as this was a red flag of like, believe your eyes. Meanwhile, the fact that she conveniently Darnella picks up after like scene two, when there, he's taken across the street back to Cup Foods and she just comes in and I show in the trailer, it's very subtle and I can't prove anything. But to me, if you look at that footage and in the long term, in the, the feature length, I'll probably have it repeating. You see Officer Tao do a little spin and he does a little gesture. And then all of the bystanders who would end up being a lot of them at the trial kind of move in unison. And it looks a little bizarro to me. And I asked like Becca, I've asked, I have this person on Twitter. I call him Mr. X, who's been helping me archive the footage. And because I was like really deep into the rabbit hole. And so Mr. X is helping me. And uh, Joel Gilbert, who who directed and made the Trayvon Martin hoax, as mm. well as other films, and ha has been, I've been bouncing off my observations, and we we came across at least one cover-up that I can't fully talk about, 
yeah. So it's it's really fascinating to me. I'm obsessed. Yeah, it's it's easy to become obsessed with this. Like this is actually what you were describing there with the just disbelief, like not believing what we hear, what we see, you know, that's like right out of 1984 too. You know, the quote is like, I got it here. It says the party told you to reject the evidence of your eyes and your ears. and was their final, most essential command, you know, like just uh, don't even believe what you're seeing. Like you're like, this is all just straight out of 1984. Now, man. Uh, so have you received like in, in your, uh, while you're aggregating this footage, have you been getting did you were able to get it like from the business owners themselves? Like, are they cooperative at all? Or is it like kind of third party being passed down? Or do you have any contact well, with some um, of these businesses like to get the footage? Well, it's so interesting. You say that one. Yeah. I I've befriended, I've interviewed the owners of cup foods. There's okay. four brothers and uh, I've befriended one of them, Nabil, who I, I really like and enjoy talking to him and uh, he's very refreshing for reasons for whatever reasons I the others are not welcoming um he he kind of he says it how it is and I've learned that you know when you're looking at the footage from inside the store and I've looked at this over and over again. And you're like, why are they showing this angle? Like, why did they give them this crappy angle? Then I told him to be like, why? why? And he's like, they had a lot better angles. Mm. They chose, they didn't, they didn't show them. And I said, how much footage did they take? Did they take a week? He's like, they took a whole fucking month. Mm. Like they, they, uh, so you wonder the, the defense made a good case, but it could only go so far regardless. And Joel kids that I've made a better defense for Derek Chauvin and for this case. So in that case of the, of dry, of uh, cup foods, the FBI has a whole month of footage. And um, I learned that uh, Maurice Hall tried to buy an iPad for $180 with fake cash that's petty theft why wasn't the cops called was the establishment kind of fed up because they tried to go to the car and supposedly george was out of it taking a snooze a little uh, percocet snooze mm -hmm. and um you would think i think they knew that uh, that i think that maurice knew that he had fake money on him he takes the money the his bill and he rips it in half and he tosses it on the floor and um, they don't get away. Thou, Officer Thou says in a BWC, in a <clears throat> BCA, sorry, interview, like that, that's the equivalent of the FBI for Minneapolis, says that it's not common for you to stick around if you're using counterfeit and it wasn't their policy to call the police. So was this... Um, to like to, every day I learn something new. So today I'm I'm writing my chapter on Maya Santa Maria. And uh, she says in one interview on June 3rd that she said George Floyd was a sacrifice. This is before Pelosi says that. June 3rd, 2020. George Floyd was a sacrifice, a literal sacrifice, she says. And then she, she clarifies as a literal sacrifice. Now you have others who are echoing that. Then you have the brother of cup food say yeah he really wasn't supposed to die that day and 
there seems to be another layer. Is it just they're all all feeding on um, what they've heard? Because the word on the street is that George and Derek knew each other for five years, but on record, on his, by the way, death certificate, it does list that he was security officer at El Nuevo. Just so much fuckery. What can yeah. I tell you? Yeah, it's so crazy. You know, I definitely wanted to explore that tangent for sure. I had a couple other notes too. Like, so you mentioned the FBI there and I got to admit, I didn't follow the trial maybe as much as I should have. You know, a lot of this is just kind of like periphery knowledge I've gleaned off of it. And so I'm kind of turned to you for a lot of this stuff, but how involved was the FBI in this investigation? They're not, there's a whole other investigation and there's, you know, there's also the tax evasion. Mm. I have to look into, I have to catch up on what's happening with that. It was in June and, um, then he gave a cryptic message, Derek, at the sentencing. And that's the thing of like, okay, you don't have to watch the, I'm, no no one's expected, but I'm like waking up at 5.36 and I'm watching it all day and I'm writing 2000 piece stories because I really want to understand. And the only way to understand is to see these details that have been glazed over that people think don't matter but if you're trying to understand the psychology or trying to understand, because it's very clear if the Mexican cartel is involved mm. and the government officials are somehow complacent or turning the other cheek. And, and if you look at the, the mannerisms or in which these Mexican cartels gain control and, and the tactics that they use, which I've been looking at this particular Mexican cartel there's no way that it's going to be on the surface but it's very plausible given the the history not only of counterfeit cash but no one's saying these are this is counterfeit pills and these counterfeit pills are they're buying it from China and then the Mexican cartel are is circulating it that this is a big thing. You know, it's a big fuck you, this George Floyd dying of basically overdose of fentanyl when we're dealing with this opiate crisis. And no one is talking about that investigation. No one's talking about the counterfeit op- um, um, operations. The Library of Congress put out in July 2020 a 37-page report on Mexican cartels and their whereabouts in the United States. I just found that recently. And in May and in June, there was some pretty significant busts or activity with Mexican cartels. So again, you know, if things are under lockdown and you have all these fronts cleaning money, did George Floyd, a three-time felon, was he itching for money? Did he threaten to blow the whistle? Um, I think that, George, that Derek is, is he MK Ultra? Was he super obedient? What the fuck was he doing in the military, mm-hmm. really? So many things are redacted. Uh, he seemed like a pretty obedient, low-key guy. And again, looking for footage to try to get a semblance of who is this person. But he's thrown under the bus. And George is a sacrificial lamb. And Derek is a scapegoat you have a goat and a lamb here and uh it's clearly bigger than them so 
There's so much you said right there, but something you yeah. you kind of glanced over real quickly was the the, the secret message that uh, Derek gave in the trial. Was it? Is that? What, uh, can you tell us a little bit about that? I don't know anything about this. That was during sentencing, or whatever, wasn't it? Like, so he, his mom spoke at the sentencing, and people called her a Karen, and they shat on her because she didn't give condolences, and he did give condolences, and then he said that he's not at liberty, basically I'm paraphrasing, to speak right now, but that things will come to light that will hopefully ease their minds. Yeah, yeah, I remember seeing that clip. Yeah, so kind of kind of ominous. Yeah. Um, <laughs> man, I just feel like all these agendas, dude, they're all just, they're all just converging, man. I feel they're all connected, man. It's so crazy. And, and another thing too, I was thinking, is like, you know, here on the True Zilla podcast, we haven't poked the cartel bear yet. So, all right, oh, I'm down, geez. I'm down, yeah. <laughs> yeah we, we poked a lot of bears around here, but but uh, the cartel bear, like, I'm curious about that though. So would you say that that's, that's through the, uh, was it the El Nueve or what is it, the, the nightclub that they were both employed by? Is that is that where the cartel connection comes in, would you say? Well, that's the thing, right? You know, what connections? I'll tell you that yeah. in 2008, the irony is this, Maya throws Derek under the bus by what really saying that he's skittish on urban nights he's like is, five nine and is Maya is she the 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 owner of the she's club? the front woman who's oh. saying that she's the owner when okay. in reality it's Omar Mohammed uh, Sabri Omar investments that then ties to Elon Omar and ties to bribery mm. and um election fuckery no kidding so El Nuevo in 2008, Derek did apprehend someone that had ties to Sueños 13. And the thing is that if you look at the Sinotel cartel or the Mexican cartels, it seems that there's a lot of fractioning. Um, and because of this new way of like, then they're dealing with the gangs to kind of, so, so you have these like little empires or these little yeah, empires and and then it's harder to uh, get the 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 head honcho because it's fragmented. So there's one incident that ties the Mexican cartel to Derek to El Nuevo, just to show that you know there is a, a connection. I wonder, you know, Cup Foods is in the blood blood gangland. It's gangland, and uh, I wonder what the connection is with the Mexican cartel and uh, the 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 Bloods or the Crips. I, I forget what's what's their irony that Derek wasn't supposed to work that day, and they were about to have lunch him and Tao, and then backup dispatch called backup, and then the backup was canceled. And Tao says that he's the one who said let's go because that's gangland cup foods. And um, they were rookies. So I asked a LAPD cop, I interviewed him to ask him like um, a couple questions, like how is that, is that possible that they can on their own volition agree for back to, to show up? You know, squad car 330. A lot of 33s three in this mm -hmm. story. Too. Yeah, yep, yep, yep. So, yeah. Just so, so many little nuances. Yeah. So basically, he gave this cryptic message. But does it mean people said on Twitter that does it mean he's going to Epstein himself? Mm. What's going to come to light? 
um, Greg Kelly from Newsmax the other day said that basically this case is going to flip on its head. Consider that they're only trying the three other officers. Now they've like, it's only going to be 2022, basically to the day of Derek's trial, which is a tip, like a normal time frame for these cases. But what, uh, there was something else that came out today in regards to charging them with aiding and abetting. And, mm. and there was anyway, all these, all these nuances, but it's not over. It's not over yet. And uh, yeah, I would say that George Floyd was a sacrifice. Yeah, it makes sense. Um, so you mentioned Ilhan Omar. Can we tie her? How do we tie her into this whole mess? So I haven't gotten to that chapter to be okay. able to articulate in full okay. because I've, I've, Surely I could tell you what the the story is on the surface, sure. but I'm looking at like, you know, like for instance, they say that Maya is the front person and that Omar was uh, the back person. But until I saw the documents that have him, like it's a 2010 court proceeding and they list Omar as the owner of the building. This is a Masonic 19, a building from 1909. And she says in many interviews that she, Maya, owns the building, but doesn't seem so. So the story goes that there was a club, Venandis, that uh, the, the brothers were in Chicago and they kind of were remotely running the store. This is in a neighborhood called, called Longfellow and it's a, not a good area. And he was looking to kind of spruce up. This is like 16,000 square feet El Nuevo. And Maya presents um, a business plan. And she's, uh, you could say she has influence over the narrative because her radio station and Telemundo, Minnesota, she gets to state what, what goes on, what airs to the, to the Spanish Latino community. So it, it turns out she had started El Nuevo with her husband, um, someone named, I forget his first name, but Lopez, which is a, you'll see it's Maya Lopez Santa Maria. So I'm talking to Nabil and I'm like, so what do you think about Maya? And he's like, oh, that witch at the, mm -hmm. at the runs the bar. I'm like, I laughed. I'm like, witch, why is she a witch? And it turns out that Nabil spent jail time with Maya's ex-husband, now ex-husband. Like, what are the chances of that? Um, and he says she's a very dirty, very dirty woman, but she knows how to play the game. And I think also doing my investigation that I'm using a lot of my intuition to kind of like scan people. Like, okay, George was a career criminal, but he was kind of like maybe dopey, not necessarily a bad guy, just someone lacked backbone and was an addict. Whereas Maurice Hall is a veritable scumbag. Mm. Like he's a scumbag. That's how I feel when I scan him. And another thing I noticed about Maurice who pled the fifth, who conveniently fled Texas, fled Minnesota, went to Texas, is caught on June 2nd, and is thrown into jail for being a fugitive out of state. Well, by June 3rd, 4th, the case is sealed. It's dismissed. And by June 5th, he's doing Good Morning America. Mm. Wow. <clears throat> wow. Yeah. This yeah. guy had fake cash on him. What the fuck is going on with him? Mm -hmm. And then he 
has a case coming up in September because he was wanted on a warrant. He's, uh, he's been accused of strangulation. All of these guys, George, Maurice, have been caught selling cocaine, have been, he, George had May prior 274 pills on him. Were those all for him? Is he a low level like drug dealer? Yeah, hmm. yeah exactly. Um, so I want to ask, so yeah. it's just, uh, you know, you mentioned that the, the, the club was a, a Masonic temple the, the 33s you know the 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 sacrifice like heard some of the hand the, symbols yeah stuff the, like the, that. the tattoo yeah. i mean how is how much of this is is a ritual like it, it, it seems like there's a lot of evidence there right right yep 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 i mean with these false flags they have you wondering forever and uh what attracted me is the anatomy of a false flag and and they cross-reference between false and truth, fact and fiction. There's one theory that they knew they were gonna do kind of a Rodney King style and you could you could go on a, on a limb and, and so the story goes, one, they need to get vaccine hesitants who are black and uh, they wanted to create these spikes and so they could couch it for the sake of getting the virus under control. Let's do Rodney King and then the last moment, you know, if, if George threatened and said, I want money, I want this. And uh, then they say, okay, we're gonna do this, this Rodney King thing and want you to be part of it. And um, then they change it to, I can't breathe. And George doesn't know that he's going to be sacrificed, but there's a group of people who know, and it's not necessarily mm. the cops. And um, when he slices his drugs, and I can't breathe this part of the skit, but at one point, about 10 minutes in, something's going to get into the system. Mm -hmm. And they know about the duration, and Darnella's conveniently films it for 10 minutes, and Derek Snee is on there for 10 minutes. So that's interesting, possibly, given, he says also, I ate too many drugs. Did, did George kill George? Did Maurice? There's a reason why he pled fifth. The, the, uh, the lawyer says straight up, who's defended him before, that he's going to incriminate himself and open himself to charges for being an accomplice, rightly so. In, so let's say the cops still don't know and, uh, you know, Derek does go to the hospital. Lane resuscitates the guy. This is a racist mm. guy. He goes to the, none of that makes it into the fire department report mm. and all of that. And then if you see in the, in the, in the trailer, she's like, so more drama at the end. She's like, so more drama at Cup Foods. And there's been, I mean, it's a place known for its drama and, then I found it interesting that when she said, oh, he just went bananas. And I just got this image of seeing George. And because when George was like holding the banana and I was like, I was told this is a racist comment. But when he, I'm like, oh my God, Curious George with the banana. And then I went and I looked up Curious George, which I used to read. Mm -hmm. And the last one is, George Floyd, um, is George, Curious George goes to the hospital. 
Oh. And in it is, sorry. Good. And in it, George eats a puzzle piece. Mm-hmm. So ingests something mm-hmm. that's poisonous to him and goes and sees a doctor named Dr. Baker, which just happens to be the name of the medical examiner. Okay, so then that brings me to one of my questions. Michael Baden, Michael Baden, Michael Baden pops up in this story, right? Oh, now we've talked about this gentleman on he's intersected multiple previous episodes, right? For for those of you in the audience who are quick to this, you might remember Michael Baden from the John F. Kennedy assassination. Am I right? What did wasn't he like hired? Wasn't he the one that was hired by the family? He was JFK, but he was he was um, OJ and he was Eric yeah. Garner. Nope. It, it, and, it, uh, yep, it one hundred percent was JFK. It was Martin Luther he's King. The TV medical examiner. Yeah. Yeah, and, and just coincidentally happens to be the medical examiner of all these like extremely suspicious, not only like very public assassinations, but also all of the uh, like Sirhan, Sir, uh, I believe, maybe not that one too, but but all the, I'm thinking of, uh, what is that? Dr. Jolly, Dr. Jolly is what I'm thinking of. But anyway, no, it definitely was uh, JFK, MLK, and uh, OJ Simpson, Jeff, Jeffrey Epstein, mm-hmm. and, yeah, Epstein, and, Epstein. And, and, and yeah, and so, so he, this guy, dude, like, what is up with that? How does it how does up with that? If you I see, know, I have a clip of him in his in one of my I did an uncensored sh- uh, show on George Floyd. And he's like, and I think that's it. As he's looking at his notes behind his face diaper. Do you think that there's any official report from Alicia Wilson and Michael Baden, who are the two? No, there isn't. They didn't return any of my emails totally. which I can say that I tried to get. Um, so much info has been scrubbed, is not available due to also some very interesting statutes also in Minnesota. You could argue, there's another book that I read, <clears throat> Eric Berman, I think his last name, sorry, I forgot his first name, but Berman wrote um, from a slightly different angle, but he had come up to a lot of similar observations about Darnella, about the 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 way we both noticed like how quick did this story hit and who I looked at, who are the people that broke this story and how did they get Darnella's footage? So like, I really think at this point that just like the bees, I had a lot of foreshadowing and magic happen that things have happened here that I feel like, I don't know why, but I'm just trusting. I'm not saying it in any self-important, but like, I'm driven to look at that. Like I found there was someone who, George Floyd, George W. Floyd, who tried to buy CBD and the order failed on my website. Mm. And it was like George Floyd and associates. This was like a month ago. And I'm like, Oh my God, who are his associates or someone like trying to give me a message. So I called and it turned out like a month later, he calls me and it turns out that he had, I had spoken to George Floyd in uh, 2019 for this a completely different person who's Mm. like i got sick of i got sick of hearing my name and i went up and hiding in this little uncle town like a little like and he was a real guy named george floyd so i'm just saying like that name crossed my path without me realizing Mm -hmm. it and now i i i was telling um a colleague about some of my findings and she said well my girlfriend went to school with someone that went to cup food so i'm i'm Mm. gonna speak to him i just feel like a lot of things 
I've come across. And also I purchased George Floyd's debt from Cup Foods. So, because hmm. I wanted to look into George Floyd's records um, credit, but now I legitimately, he owes me money. So wow. I think that's pretty cool, but. <laughs> well, it sounds like with the massive payout the Floyd family got, they might be able to reimburse you, right? That 20 bucks, that Twixie. Yeah, yeah, geez. Um, so, and I know another kind of, I guess, for lack of a better word, conspiracy theory that surrounds this whole case is the idea that, um, and I've heard this espoused many times, that people hypothesize that maybe it wasn't even filmed at the exact time that it, they say that it occurred. Like it, it was all pre-recorded, like, you know, months and months, maybe years before, and they're just rolling it out now because in the main evidence they cite is because no one's wearing masks. No one's wearing masks in the security footage. But I think even just from the trailer, I saw a guy in a mask. And so- uh, They're wearing him at some points and they're not wearing him at other points. Yeah, okay. Thomas is uh, one of the only ones the paramedics do come at the end. But I will say that the next day, I mean, think about it, this whole, I can't breathe yeah. slogan comes in within yeah. days of like, at least Jacob Fry putting mandated like mask inside mm -hmm. and outside. But the next day at this very quick protest that they put together within hours, which include Andrea Jenkins of the Minneapolis City Council and um, Fry, that they're all masked outside just suddenly overnight because of this supposed mandate. But yeah, there's the, I think that's a psyop that I can't breathe. It's a, exactly. it's, it's bringing it back from Eric Garner who said I can't breathe 11 times and uh, it was used with BLM before. So they keep on recycling their shit because people are so stupid to believe what they see with their eyes. Yeah. But did George so Floyd screw up? It almost looked like he started saying, I mean, he, he did start saying it in the cop car before, mm -hmm. before he was ever on the ground. Was, was that? He said, did you mean if he screw up? He said, I can't breathe seven times before Derek mm -hmm. ever yeah. got there. So if it was part of a script yeah. because, oh, okay, George, it's not an actor. Well, I've seen a police report that says that he dressed up like a water department guy. So I've seen his porn. So I've seen him fucking someone else and uh, I've seen his audition before I've seen him in his, uh, his um, supposed music videos. Oh yeah. Could he be a real, could be, yes, this could be cop Reno 911 possibly. So if he had those lines at one point, he says in the trailer, man, when I breathe, it's going to go off, man. And I was like, what does that mean? Mm. What does that mean? Mm -hmm. just asking what does it mean it's gonna go off man and then he's like don't do me like that don't do me like that he know it he know it and that's it's just like after Derek does come to the scene because I looked over and over at the footage like I've looked at it from here I've looked at it from Alexander Kang's position when Derek's coming down I'm trying to see like how could they not recognize each other I don't understand if they worked at the same place Hmm, interesting. You know, I, I heard you uh, talking to our, our mutual friend, Ricky Brandis over at Ripple Effect, and you said that you'd uh, gotten a copy of the porn. I was like, damn, um, that's some good stuff. Like, Mary, you send us a copy. We'll put it on our Patreon, right? Something like that. Oh, come on. I haven't even seen it. Okay. Like, oh, okay. Okay. Does, Dar does George have a big dick? Yeah, and see, I'm that's like, the question like, on everybody's mind. Like that's, this the, yes. that's the question everybody's yes, on everybody's mind. And right? I'm like, I didn't even like. <laughs> I know. I don't know if it says something about me. I, I don't, I don't know. see. 
George's okay. cock. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh man. Oh man. So much to unpack here, you know, and then the whole thing I remember. <laughs> oh god, stop <laughs> it! Oh, yes, 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 yes. Oh man, yeah, good one. Jeez. There's a Freudian slip right there. Uh-huh. A Floydian, the Floydian slip right there, right? Floydian slip. Yeah. Come on, come on. Nice. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. Oh man. Um, let's see, where was it? All right, so uh Literally, I think just the timing of it all, like this, when psyops collide, you know, when psyops collide, I know one of the most emblematic images I saw was of one of the protesters, you know, BLM protesters with a mask on their face saying, I can't breathe, you know, right. like, like, again, the ritual of it, you know, and I right. think that it's a big SCU just, to people. Yeah, yeah, it's just so insane, man. And just, I'm just thinking back just to what a crazy year, man. And like, and, and it kind of intersects with, you know, what they're trying to claim as this insurrection that happened, you know, in the Capitol, January 6th, right? Okay, so, you know, those are their words, not mine, right? Um, and when you parallel some of these incidences, like the BLM riots that occurred in response to George Floyd's incident, you know, like we're literally talking about them burning down like federal buildings and we're talking about murdering innocent people and all this stuff, man. Like, you know, like, yeah, how, yeah. how can we even compare the two? Like, 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 I feel like if there was no hypocrisy on like in terms of the media and these politicians and they wouldn't have anything at all. It's just straight lies, straight agenda, straight hypocrisy all day long. Like how do people not see it? Right, I don't know, but clearly they have a blind spot and they should trash their TV and they're mesmerized by some satanic spell. I don't say satanic very lightly. I mean, really you have to have a reckoning when you realize how evil this is and the gaslighting. That's why I think as a journalist, you know, now I really have to focus and I'm obsessed with George and I realize all these things are happening, but I can't do half-assed. Like I, I and and also you have to be following a story. I, I spy on Lester Holt on mm-hmm. NBC and uh, I've done a couple of spoofs like in all things Vax. It's like, that's the only thing, like NBC News is like Vax News. Mm-hmm. So, <clears throat> but if you don't follow it and you just tune in, to whatever even more like you're gonna miss the details the nuances and you can easily be gaslit having come from being a democrat and so i could see things through that lens of a reasonable i certainly have reasonable but even one of our roommates i mean i love him he's a lefty he's a bernie supporter and he truly believes in this vaccine and he thinks the variants the the variants are way more dangerous than the vaccines and I'm not gonna even, they have to do a genetic sequencing every time if they wanted to fucking tell you have the Epsilon mm. or the Delta or the, or the fuck variant, excuse me. Mm-hmm. And that's not happening. You're gonna tell me they're doing genetic testing. They mm-hmm. probably can't even tell me what the cycle threshold is. Mm-hmm. They're telling me I have to get a nasal swab to have surgery. I had someone in Canada tell me that they got denied to do a knee replacement because they're not vaccinated. This is medical wow. tyranny straight up. So I told them I have, I've had MRSA in my nostrils. I can't risk a rebloom. I'm super allergic to all these things. And the woman actually goes, oh, we've known some people who've had MRSA that have had a nasal swab. And she wasn't talking about the little one. She's talking about all that. I don't give a mm-hmm. fuck about who yeah. that person is. I'm yeah. not doing that. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I can't say it like this. I have to just be very calm and like you are gods, I am I know nothing about health. 
Mm-hmm. No, well, there you go. There you go. This I'm guy sorry, right here, man. On my rant. No, no, this no, is great. I love it. I love it. Like yeah. we, we love your rant. Feel Mary. it totally. No, it drives it drives me completely insane. And the fact that they get that, that it's still to this day, like it's still not apparent. Again, you know, how could they not see through it? And it's like I'm sitting here watching all this new variant talk coming along, and I'm just like, oh my god, they're gonna fall for it again. They're well, gonna fall the for it again. Is, and it's what Lemire pointed out though is it's the TV. The TV is the problem. If I mean I I've said it a couple of times recently, I was over at my folks, they had the TV running in the background for about 10 minutes until I just couldn't stand it anymore. I'm like, turn that shit off. I mean, it's like you said, it's, it's just vax news. It's just all about the vaccine. It's just all fear porn. It's constant, but it's just it's relentless and it's all one side of a narrative, right? And it's yeah. it's bullshit, right? It's it's they, all lies. Yeah, relentless. That's why like in 2019, this is 2019, I did my spoof on, do you suffer from vax mania and vitriol disorder? That's 2019. That's knowing what the fuck they're gonna now look at their vax mania. And I even say that go crazy for any viral threat. And this was before the Corona. It's like, yeah, it's just obvious to some and my mom just told me she got vaccinated she won't tell me that how sick she got she doesn't have the courage to even have a conversation with me she's being defensive and uh, I got really mean and and super upset that me of all people despite like really there's no real understanding my parents are like let's look at the scope of things like who your daughter like what's happening to people like your daughter that are fighting or standing up for just medical freedom, for just pointing out scientism, uh, not, not to take me seriously, all, all of us who are doing this, this work. And, and the real, like I'm having to have a conversation with a bankruptcy lawyer. Uh, my company was making a million on its way to make 3 million. It's a beautiful company, but I am reliant on the Google, on the Facebook, I would have never imagined making a site that depends kind of on the cross pollinating characteristics of of social media to screw people like this. No pun intended, right? Cross pollination. Tell us a little bit about honey colony. Is that what we're talking about? Right? Yeah. Ah, Tell us about it. Well, honey colony, I made after vanishing of the bees. And ironically, at the uh, environmental film festival in the Dominican Republic, I got sprayed by chemicals and then was diagnosed with lupus and fibromyalgia. And my boyfriend at the time and business partner, we devised a company to kind of emulate the bees and cross-pollinate and and forage for the best sources of information and products. Initially, we're selling products that I use, excuse me, Being in that world, having studied nutrition on my own before I started studying functional medicine with the Institute of Functional Medicine. So the site really made leaps and bounds over five years. So I tell people like from 2015 to 2016, our sales went from 200,000 to a million. And we had started offering CBD oil, which is now on simplytransformative.com which I lost my merchant processor for five months, the day of the deadly insurrection, along with like 8,000 followers. So for five months, couldn't make money on that site. And Square was owned up until recently by Jack Dorsey. Mm -hmm. No, I didn't know that. And they never returned my call or gave me any explanation. I had an excellent record. Uh, So 
then you know we we experienced uh, Operation Quack Hack, which was under the Rona regime. Prior to that, Honey Colony had been shut down one, two, three, four, five, six times by all these different merchant processors for standing for CBD, which has no psychoactive properties, a liposomal organic safe medicine in during the years where they were very clearly trying to get their FDA approval for a synthetic bullshit fake CBD. Mm -hmm. Because what uh, Big Pharma does is uh, take take and alter things in nature and make it their own by making it synthetic, synthetic, synthesized, and um, then take advantage of people and make tons of money. So, so honey colony is like a phoenix. However, it's really limited. And that's how in, for me, they've just basically capped my success. And like Sasha Baron Cohen said, you can have freedom of speech, but you just can't have freedom of reach. And so in mm. my case, like some others just get torn down. And, but they, if they had branded, like I never was focusing on branding myself because saving my company. So I didn't have that base, even though that's really what I wanted to do. And so I had gained momentum. It wasn't a lot, but it was like almost 7,000 followers. And I was yeah, gaining momentum. And then they killed it in the summer after I, I put up a, a talk that I gave alongside Del Big Tree and Dr. Carrie Maday and um, Aaron, the nurse whistleblower, who was really honored. It was such an honor to be in Florida with with them. I also I I met this woman Cindy, and Cindy, if you had been following news in Florida, she had served a subpoena during the summer of 2020, basically telling this city council that they were being unconstitutional next thing you know she was like driving me to the event to, for me to speak anyway so so beautiful thank god for people like you and patriots who somehow we found each other mm-hmm. but after uh, being rejected from cpac i've kind of retreated and it's sad because I, I would have loved to get a job on on one of these con- these conservative uh outlets because i'm tired of writing for free and you know i joke that like a makeup artist makes more money than i do how the fuck is that going on yeah yeah and that's that's you know i mean that's that's the that's the struggle right you know we all want to be able to thrive in this environment but this but the stack it's so stacked against us like like we literally have to you know make like as i was saying like make our own better man and you know what i think that your approach your approach though you know, with, with, with the, the quality of the work that you put out, you know, it's just going to, it speaks for itself and it will land you where you ultimately need to be. You know what Absolutely. I mean? I, I do sweet. Thank you. I mean, that's just what we're trying to do too, man. Like we're not, we're not trying to put like, you know, sure. It'd be great to escape the matrix. You know, I still work full time, nine to five type of deal, but it'd be great to escape that one of these days, but you know what I mean? But right now it's about having meaningful conversations, you know, with, with, with amazing people and just kind of just, just going from there, you know, and we've taken our stuff out into the streets too. Like we're actually doing a lot of stuff in the community, you know, we're building our freedom cell, we're putting on freedom festivals, you know, like we're trying to make, we're taking this momentum and taking this platform. We're trying to do something with it. We're bullhorning. We're going down to the Olympics and bullhorning freaking mandatory vaccination events and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Like, but you know, I think that's where we're at. But this, this, I, I just, I think, you know, is, is much as they're tearing us down and doing all this, like, yeah, this is our moment in history to stand up. 
against tyranny. This is what we all stand for. And like you said, we've connected with all these beautiful people across the world. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, they, they shut us down, but we got on Zoom and we met way more people than we probably would have ever known before. Yeah. Right. And, and I, I truly believe that the, as this boot keeps coming down, what we're going to do is we're going to create, we're going to create our own world mm -hmm. and our world's going to be way better than theirs. Right. Oh, yeah. And there's, it's going to draw in people like, uh, you know, like uh, Kevin Jenkins, who I saw speak recently, he's, he's literally building freedom airways. They're, they're literally starting their own airlines for people like us that we, without masks, None of this social distancing, none of this testing yeah. bullshit, you know, we're going to create the world that is made for us right now, but it's going to be so much better than their world. We're going to bring them over in the long run. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You think they can bypass FAA rules? Well, you know, <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. I mean, I it's wonder. got a lot of connections. Um, and, and I think it's early in its development, but there's a lot of, uh, you know, he's, he's politically connected. Um, I, I would, I would certainly, uh, you know, search him out, Kevin Jenkins. Yeah, it'd be he's, a great one for you been, to talk to. Yeah, yeah I think I think you'd really my, like him. He's, he's my girlfriend in Montreal just showed me the vaccine passports, and it's like, I, I am, I just need to get out of San Francisco, and I don't mean to like harp on it and sound so ne like negative, and complain, but I feel like I'm dying here. I can't explain it. Yeah. Well, hey. Um, but I have to have a surgery now, so, and uh, deal with, you know making sure like I, I was with a girlfriend in Mount Shasta and we went to, I'm, I'm jumping all over the place. I'll go get back to the girlfriend, but we went to Medford right across Mount Shasta in Oregon. And I've never been to Oregon. We would have come right down, down there. there. Dude, you should have hollered. That's like two hours. <laughs> that really? Yeah, yeah it's really like close. There. Next time you're in Oregon, give us a holler. I didn't know it was like spontaneous. Yeah, yeah. And it was the first day yo, that in, a entire day i didn't even see a chin di uh, chin diaper mm -hmm. like it was no mask mm -hmm. it was so beautiful and you really like the fireworks show was great and there was all these patriots and it was like it was like apple pie i just felt like i was in a time warp yeah mm -hmm. and it was really beautiful and then we went back to manchester so back to my girlfriend she had a 22 centimeter fibroid and she woke up and they took out her appendix. She had to sign that basically you can wake up missing an organ. So I don't know if I, I'm down for, for if that's in the, because at US, UCSF here is, is like, you know, like this with like Zuckerberg Chan. Uh -huh. And so for instance, they were like, you have to have <laughs> this nostril rape test, mm -hmm. which I'm just not down for. But anyway, so I have to have this surgery. So I'm really bummed that I can't be just out of here. Yeah, man. I'm surprised you ended up in San Francisco. It was bearable surprised um, Zach's still for there. the Rona. Yeah. Hmm? yeah, I said I'm surprised Zach's still there. Damn. <laughs> yeah. You uh, need our Freedom Festival. Yeah. July 29th, <laughs> August 1st, Mall Oregon, baby. It's going to yeah. be awesome. Anyway. Yeah. Anyway, right on, Miriam. I want to be mindful of your time here. Like, I thank you so much for coming on and speaking with us. Like, this is yeah, so always. great. Please let everyone know where they can find you, where they can follow you, how they can support you. Yeah, the book will hopefully come out in, I think, the fall, realistically. The documentary, I'd say, in a month or two. And you can find me on Twitter as Miriam Hinane. Please come to YouTube. I'm trying to get back to 6,000 at least yeah. at YouTube 
Well, it's Miriam Hinane B Lady 2. Cool. And you can find me on Truth Lives here on Telegram. I think I've sent you links. Cool. Yeah, we'll put all that in the show notes. Um, I know Ricky was bugging you too. Like, we got to get you over on Rockfin. Man, Rockfin's great. Yeah. So, oh, yeah. 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 Definitely. Yeah. If you, if you need a connection, let us know. So, anyway. Yeah. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll shoot you, shoot you some info. God bless. Thank you, Mary. Thank you so Thank much. You, Take it's care. So good to talk to you. Talk to yeah, you likewise. Oh, oh my God, whoa, dude. Whoa, I mean, whoa. I just love Miriam, right? She's like, great. I just love Miriam. She's she's just amazing. She's a beacon of light, right? Absolutely. Really passionate about what she does. There's a lot of complexity to that whole case yeah. and like a lot of the names I have to admit, like I'm trying to like draw like faces out of them. Totally. So I really need to go back and watch footage probably I mean, more from better angles i, I know i cannot wait That's for that documentary yeah, 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 so. yeah man absolutely i just really want to encourage everybody to go out and support her work man yeah, she's got a lot of stuff it. you guys haven't seen vanishing of the bees it's so great mm -hmm. oh, it's a yeah. great it's film amazing so um amazing. it really just kind of goes back it talks about a lot of the same stuff we're talking about today like the whole ddt crap and just talks about pharmaceutical like monsanto like these are still like these problems haven't gone away and they've kind of morphed and changed into what we're seeing now. I mean, yeah, world, we talk you know? a lot about vaccines yeah. and like the, the problem with big pharma, but big ag is just as bad. And that movie just just points it out. It's the same yeah. it's the same problem over there. Is these regulating agencies don't give a shit about you. They're in bed with the industries that they're mm -hmm. serving, right? right? So yep. it it's it's the same story. But once, and but I, I felt like that was a key piece for me. Like when we first interviewed her and I watched uh, that documentary, I was like, oh wait. This problem I'm seeing over here, it's just everywhere. It is. Mm -hmm. It's yeah, just absolutely. everywhere. And they're gonna they're gonna poison us in our food. They're gonna poison us in the shit they spray in the air. They're gonna poison our water. They're gonna poison the shit they're putting into our veins, uh, our kids' veins. They're mm. gonna do it all, but it's all gonna keep us coming back to them for the solution. Right. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Right? Absolutely. Diabolical. No, Diabolical. Yeah, totally. So. And when you come up with the real solutions outside of it, you get shut down, just like she's experienced so many times. Yeah, right? man. Yeah. She. So she really. Please support her. Yeah. She really puts her money where her mouth is, man. And she's like taking risks, and like we said, throwing it all on the line, dude. So please go support her, honeycolony.com. Yeah. Go give her a follow on Twitter, support her work, spread the word, share her stuff. Dude. Share it's her great. stuff, yeah, yeah definitely please. go follow. And she asks, she wants to build her YouTube base back up, yeah. so go Let's, follow her on yeah. there. She's got a pretty easy to find content there. Yeah, so. true little mind militia call to action go follow Mary Mene. There we go. There you go. There you go. Probably, most of you probably already are. Yeah, most of you probably are. Those of you that aren't, uh, what's wrong with you? Come on now. Come on now. <laughs> right on. All right, everybody. Well, that was Miriam Hanane, and uh, always uh, an amazing uh, honor and a privilege to be able to talk to her and delve into some of this work that she does to shine a light in the dark places. Until next week, everybody, I am Megan sitting here with Scott, and we're getting really, really excited. Yeah. About Manifest Festival Manifest. coming oh, yeah. up. Festival. Yeah, 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 baby. July 29th through August 1st, Malala, Oregon. Hit us up, agoragon.site. I just said Agoragon. Agoragon.site. That's but it's good that you you have to be phonetic so that people. A G O R E G O N. Most people outside of Oregon. Yeah, that's what they call it. Oregon. Oregon. And I hope that we get some of you that are outside of Oregon. Yeah, we'd love to see you there. We'll be there. Yeah, yeah. Truth is alive. Saturday at six. Saturday, July thirty first, six p.m. Malala, Oregon. Truth is alive. Woo! Crazy. Wait, we're going live. Going, well, not just, live stream. We're just going to be in I love it. Scott keeps trying to make me feel better. He's like, Megan, we're not actually like filming live. We're just going to be like in front of a live studio audience. Yeah. I'm like, oh, all of the pressure and stress live, is gone. It's like I'm infinitely worse than no. my worst dreams, but no. we're going to do it. It's a live forest we'll, audience. We'll probably be being recorded <laughs> by a whole bunch of cell phones. Yeah, well, we're going to record it. We'll probably put it out. We'll, we'll, we'll capture it somehow because what, what it's going to be is it's going to be us 
doing our little thing, you know, probably get the audience involved. Like that's part well, of the time, I'm, you know? I'm like, hoping we get all of the yeah. other podcasters. Yeah, yeah. That like are hopefully there, Dean and, us, uh, and you know, Adam right, will be Adam, there and stuff, um, you know, you know I thought it was interesting. We left ourselves an hour if we're going to do that, and then we have people following us. Well, I know. So that's the, that's the cool part about it. Is it's going to be a truth of the lie that's going to segue right into some awesome speakers, most of which have been on the show already. You know, Bob Snee, Attorney Bob Snee, Tim James, Health Hero, Dr. Tina Moore, yeah. who you guys got to follow her on YouTube. I guess she just got her 105,000 follower account reinstated that was taken away. Which nice. Is crazy. Good. So, uh, D-R-T-Y-N-A on, on Instagram. She's and got Matt Landman. Awesome stuff. And Matt yeah, Landman's going to be Landman. Thursday night. Yes. And then Friday night's going to just be a bunch of live music. And, and then, Matt Landman's going to be showing Frankenstein yep, so, out there, yep, too. Yep, yep, yep. So, yep, yep. It's going to be pretty awesome, you guys. So that's July 29th through August 1st in Malala, Oregon. Woohoo! Okay. A little beacon of freedom in the Northwest. It is a beacon yes. of freedom. All right, yep. everybody. Until next time, I'm Megan sitting here with my good friends, Scott and Ed, and we wish all of you intellectual prosperity. Good night. Beep, 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 beep